0: You are now listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about faith, mental wellness, and the culture. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist, media contributor, slash private practice owner, slash entrepreneur, slash everything else under the sun. Uh, But today, I am your host. And y'all know my passion is for each and every individual listening to this podcast to walk in wellness, to to pursue your mental wellness journey from a multi-systemic angle, to be able to talk about faith, to be able to talk about mental health, to be able to talk about our emotions, our physical health, all these different areas in our lives. I have a very, very special episode lined up for you all today. We're going to be talking about some natural ways to improve your mood some natural ways to boost your mood. Before we get into that, yo, y'all know I love to start out with shout outs because the PDC communities means so much to me. I absolutely enjoy talking to y'all on Instagram, talking to y'all during the text community. And it's just a pleasure to be able to have you in my community. And yeah, so today's shout out goes to Georgia A. from YouTube. Georgia A. is from Germany. She said that She thoroughly enjoyed this the previous episode where we talked about uh, learning to declutter the mind and learning these different ways that we can start to engage and kind of uh, helping to improve our overall ways of thinking. And she said she really enjoyed that podcast. And she also said that you know she she's great grateful to have representation in the psychology field and she's looking to pursue that. So. Uh, Georgia, I encourage you to continue to pursue that degree. Whatever it is that you're trying to pursue in the mental health field, girl, you got my support. If nobody else is supporting you in Germany, just know that Dr. Shonda, all the way in Washington, D.C., supports you and your journey in mental health. And you can always leave a comment or ask a question if you ever need any sort of other support. All right, y'all. So again, y'all know I love the shout out. So make sure that in order to get a shout out, you either comment on the YouTube channel Or you can always just text me, or you can leave a review on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever else you're listening to this podcast in order to leave that review so I can show you love on the podcast, okay? Also, I want you all to, if you haven't yet, I need you to grab your phone, like right now, like in this very moment, grab your phone. Text PODCAST to 21000. That's PODCAST to 21000. Well, why am I doing that, Dr. Shonda? I'm going to tell you why. I want you to stay updated with everything that I have going on. I thoroughly enjoy how much you guys have been supporting this podcast, and I don't want you to miss a beat. I want you to be updated with every new episode. I want you to be updated when we start to launch our Sunday services. And, yeah, I want you to stay updated. So make sure that you text PODCAST to 21000. Uh, Speaking of Sunday services, just so you guys know, if you haven't heard yet, we are going to be launching very, very soon Sunday services with Dr. Shonda. Uh, And this is still under the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, but these are going to be bonus episodes under the podcast that you will have access to. All you have to do is sign up for that wait list and you will be able to enroll into the, um, the bonus episodes in order to see the Sunday services. So... I can't wait for that to launch because y'all have been asking for more content and I am more than happy to give it to you. I love being able to service my community, but I want you to stay informed, so make sure you text PODCAST to 21000. If you haven't done so already, I don't know why you wouldn't, but I need you to go into your podcast wherever you listen. Follow the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. I want you to also go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I appreciate every single last one of you who have subscribed already. Make sure you're subscribed so that you can get updates every single time I post on my YouTube channel and when there is an episode posted. All right. So, y'all, we are going straight into the hot off the press segment. The hot off the press segment is where we talk about mental health in the news. Uh, more recently, we know that there has been a lot transpiring on social media. There's been so much, especially as it relates to this whole situation between Kanye and Kim or what people once called Kim Kimye or what have you. There's just been a lot of posts, a lot of things uh, surrounding that. And so more recently, uh, a few hours ago maybe a day ago, uh, Kanye West posted divorce and he talked about how divorce makes him feel. Divorce feels like a full-blown COVID. Divorce feels like your doctor didn't know-ish. Divorce feels like you're running through a glass wall and all these kind of painful metaphors of what it feels like to experience a divorce. Now, granted, This is something that I have also talked about on other podcasts um, with my homegirl, Jillian Sloan or Jillian Rare. Make sure you check out the Culture Shock podcast. But I think it's also to address um, everywhere because this is something we're we're witnessing someone go through very public uh, breakup. Right now, you might have your own perspective, your own uh, thoughts about Kanye and the way he's handling this whole thing. I've heard a lot of people label him as an abuser. A lot of people label him him as uh, a narcissist, and so many things that people feel like he is embodying. But I also just want to encourage you today. Just by reading that post, it helps us to kind of humanize Kanye in a way that we haven't been able to lately. For a lot of people, uh, seeing the way he's been moving on Instagram, you know, uh, coming posting his messages between Kim. And himself, like, these are things that makes it really hard for us to kind of be empathetic toward Kanye. A lot of people have been coming at him and saying he's an abuser and all that stuff. But I would encourage you, as we see this situation continue to unfold, know that there are multiple people hurting in this situation. Whether it's Kim, whether it's Pete, whether it's Kanye. Kanye is going through a lot as well. So I think that when we see these more humanistic aspects, these human uh, emotions from him that, you know, resembles pain and like all these things emotionally that he's going through. Let's keep in mind that he's still a human. He's going through a divorce just like anybody else would, even though like previous behaviors may make it hard for us to be empathetic. I'm going to encourage us to try our best to kind of see him on that human level and to see him as another individual who is struggling right now because of the things that he's experiencing. Just like we want people to show us grace, just like we want people to show us um, you know, just uh, grace in those different areas of our lives. We can show grace to other people, even when people feel like they don't deserve it. Because who are we to say that they don't deserve it, right? So I would just encourage us to do that. Hashtag pray for Kanye. All right. So now that we are done with the Hot Off The Press segment, we are going to jump straight into the topic. I certainly love doing these types of topics because I often get questions about, um, okay, how do I improve Anxiety. How do I improve my mood, but I don't want to take medication, right? I just want you all to know just to kind of um, validate that that's very common. A lot of people feel as though they don't want to manage their mood, their symptoms or what have you from a pharmacological level. And that's that's fine if you, if you uh, talk to your doctor about it and things of that nature. But there are natural ways for us to improve our mood. Very natural ways. So we're going to be talking about that today. All right, y'all. So... Um, we're going to go straight into the topic. I want to start off by saying uh, a few, maybe like a few weeks, maybe even a month ago, I had posted on Instagram how January is the what they consider the quote-unquote most depressive month. So January is the most depressive month. Well, why, Dr. Shonda? Well, think about it. This is a time of year where there's less sunlight. People are experiencing what we call seasonal affective disorder or SAD, right? And SAD is basically... Uh, individuals who experience more depressed symptoms or meet uh, depressive criteria from a seasonal perspective. So it's based on those seasons. And it happens more commonly around like those December, November, December, January months, right? And so January happens to be one of those months where people tend to be more depressed and report more sad or seasonal affective disorder based symptoms. Also, January is one of those months that comes right after the holiday season. So, think about it. In December, we are wrapping gifts um, while also experiencing stress. People are stressed out about their family situations. They're stressed out about how much money they spent on Christmas gifts when they know they couldn't afford it. People are stressed out during January. Like, that's just because of the residual effects of December. That's just what a lot of the uh, research has been suggesting. And so, because of that, Uh, Researchers have identified January as being one of the most depressive months. Now, I want us to talk about, like, okay, what does that mean for us now? It is March. We are now approaching a new season. We are now approaching, uh, it's about to be spring really soon. And so, because we are now approaching a different season, that's when people start to experience changes, more changes in their mood, right? People are who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Starting to wonder, like, okay, the season is over. These uh, darker months, this this these months where I'm experiencing more depressive symptoms are over. So how do I... Uh, start to improve my mood naturally? How do I start to combat this? How do I uh, live a healthier life, live a a happier life? How do I feel better about myself, feel better about my situation from a natural perspective now that we are exiting these more depressive months? All right, so y'all know how we do during the topic segment. I need you to grab your pen and your paper. If you are driving, keep your hands and your eyes on the road. But those of you who are not driving, I want you to take a few notes As to ways in which we can improve our overall affect, improve our mood from a natural standpoint. So, number one, we're going straight into it. Again, as the season changes, we're looking at days where they're quote unquote longer or there's more sunlight in days. It's not going to be as dark as it used to be earlier, right? So these are the time, these are the season where we're going to experience more sunlight. There are going to be days where the sun isn't going to go down as quickly, right? Happens every single season. So these are the days where we need to take advantage of the sun that we're getting. Last week, it was like 70, 60, 70 degrees in DC. And so those days I made sure I took a walk. I went outside. I did what I needed to do in order to experience uh, the weather. We don't realize how being in the sun is a natural mood improver. Being in the sun, being outside is a natural mood improver. What do you mean, Dr. Shonda? Well, think about it. There is natural vitamin D in the sun. That means the more outside exposure that I'm getting, the more vitamin D exposure that I'm getting as well. And research suggests that the more vitamin D you have, the more likely it is that this will also increase those levels of serotonin. Serotonin is directly associated with mood improvement, with being a happier mood. So serotonin is one of those neurotransmitters out of the other uh, many neurotransmitters, such as dopamine, uh, norepinephrine, epinephrine, like all those different neurotransmitters. We call those the happy neurotransmitters. So when we have more serotonin, serotonin coming from being in the sun more, uh, we are better able to experience a more improved mood. Okay. So now that you wrote that down, I want you to think about how can I experience more sun? How can I take advantage of the sun that I am getting now? Even though it still might be a little chilly outside, there might be a day where the sun is shining. There might be a day where you're able to maybe take your lunch outside. If you work from home like I do, maybe you can go outside and take a few meetings, right? So how can I start to incorporate more outside time into my daily schedule in order to improve my mood? Number two, exercise. I cannot stress this enough. If you follow me on the Paging Dr. Shauna Instagram page, you know that I am a strong advocate for exercise as it relates to improving our mood. Anytime we are dancing, anytime we are moving, uh, working out, uh, exercise of any sort, again, those are activities that releases naturally those uh, neurotransmitters like serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine. All these neurotransmitters are activated, they're released, they're chemicals in the brain that are activated when your body is moving. So your brain is like, oh, Dr. Sean is moving around, let me release more of these neurotransmitters, right? And those neurotransmitters inadvertently helps you to feel better, it helps you to feel like you are, um, it, it helps you to feel happier, You ever wonder like, wow, I just came from the gym. Why do I feel so good? Why do I feel so happy? I literally had that moment yesterday after leaving the gym. It's not just a coincidence, y'all. It's science. Moving around helps you to feel better. Moving around helps you to improve your mood. So that's just another thing that you can incorporate into your regimen, your daily regimen to help improve your mood as we enter into these newer months. All right, number three, y'all ready for this one? Engage in pleasurable activity. What does that mean for you? So pleasurable activity for me means to be with my friends and to have a good time and to laugh and to joke, right? I always say you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. I don't just say that because it sounds good on the podcast, y'all. I say it because it is real. This is real life. If I'm having a bad day, if I'm having a sad mood, I'm going to do things, pleasurable things that allows me to feel joy or to create whatever emotion it is that I want to feel and to experience. I literally had this moment a couple of months ago uh, where I was having a really intense, really stressful day. Uh, There was a lot of things happening when I was still working with um, a contract that I was working under. There was just a lot of things going on. I felt horrible emotionally. I did not feel like myself. That same day, my homegirl, one of my homegirls, Alonda Tucker, she came down to DC. And y'all, we just had a ball. Like, we didn't even have plans. It was a Friday night. We made hot chocolate. We put on some music from the 99s and 2000s, and we just was dancing for no reason. And I literally felt amazing after that. It didn't come from any medication. It didn't come from me talking to my therapist, even though you should talk to your therapist. It didn't come from any other activity besides doing things that allowed me to create the emotion that I wanted to experience at that time. So that means when you find yourself... Uh, and having some sort of lower mood okay think to yourself now what's something I can do that will create a pleasurable emotion right now hmm a pleasurable emotion that I want to feel maybe is accomplished I want to feel accomplished so what are some things that I can do that I need to in order to experience that emotion maybe I can do my laundry because I've been avoiding that for the past few weeks maybe I can organize my calendar for the next month maybe I can plan my social media content for the next two months maybe I can budget because those are things that if I accomplish them, I will experience that sense of accomplishment. That is what I mean by engaging in activity or pleasurable activity, things that will allow you to feel the emotions that you want to feel. It might be even helpful to you to, for you to make a list. Okay, what are some, a list of things that I can do that I find pleasurable? What are a list of things that I can do that will help me to create the emotions that I want to feel? Because I'll tell you what I always tell my, my clients, when you're in that state of depression or sadness or whatever is not in feeling intense for you at that time, it's going to be 10 times harder for you to feel those emotions, for you to think about uh, things that you can do in order to feel more pleasure. It's going to be hard because you're already in that state of sadness. So if I'm already prepared and I'm already thinking about like, okay, I can do X, Y, and Z, and this is already written down beforehand, I'm more likely, I'm better able to be able to adhere to that and I won't have to think about it later because I'll already be prepared for it. So I want y'all to write that down. Okay, last but not least, I want to encourage you to journal. Have a gratitude journal. So when we journal, I know like, you know, we're in the era, everybody's talking about mental health, which is great. We have a lot of people talking about things that they do in order to improve in their mood, which is amazing. A lot of people are talking about journaling, but don't really understand like okay this is really like the effects of it right journaling is so powerful because not only does it help to improve your mood not only does it improve uh, it does it decrease anxiety but also it boosts your self esteem and when you're gra- when you're writing down things that you are grateful for and making a gratitude journal then psychologically or cognitively, I'm going to be more likely to think about those things that I am grateful for, to think about those things that I, uh, that I feel as though are going well in my life. Now, how different would your day be if you spent time writing in a gratitude journal as opposed to thinking about all the things that are going wrong? As opposed to thinking about all the opportunities that you may have missed. As opposed to thinking about every bad situation that may have happened throughout the week. How different would your day be if you spent time spending gratitude, spending time with your gratitude journal? It would be completely different. So I encourage you today, if you don't have one, journals on Amazon are very cheap and very cute, right? You can go to the dollar store, get you a journal there. But starting a gratitude journal will help you to... Uh, increase to improve your mood on a day-to-day basis. So those are four ways that we can increase our mood from a natural standpoint without the use of any sort of medication or any other thing or any other intervention. These are just natural things we can do. We can start them today, right? I want So if you are committing to starting these four things today, I want you to comment, I'm starting today. I want you to write it in the comment section. I want you to write it on uh, the Apple review or Spotify review. I want you to write that in the comment section so I can know who's starting with me today. Because these are ways, again, that will help to improve your overall mood. We all have days where we feel off. You don't have to be clinically depressed. You don't have to have uh, an anxiety diagnosis in order to feel like not yourself. We all have moments of sadness. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So these are things that we literally all can do to help improve those days when we are not feeling like ourselves. So that was the topic for today. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. We are going to move on to the final segment, which is the Ask Dr. Shonda segment. This is where you guys send in your questions, and I will answer them as quickly as I can. Uh, So so today's question actually came from an Instagram follower. Uh, If you have a question, you can literally just text me at 21000, podcast at 21000. And so today's question says, what do you do? When someone doesn't want to take accountability for their actions, or basically, how do you help someone when someone doesn't want to take accountability for their actions? That is such a great question. I'm so glad that I got that one. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to recognize that all we can do is to present them with the issue and to present them with how we're feeling in terms of that level of accountability. But we can't force anybody to take accountability. We can't force anybody to under, like, yeah, I understand. And I'm going to apologize for that. That's not something we have control over. That's literally something that they have to come into themselves. Maybe they can work on that with a therapist, right? But that's not something that I can control. And I begin to release the pressure off of myself. I begin to release uh, that need to, to feel like I have to help them. I have to fix them or what have you. If I acknowledge that that is not something that's in my direct control, we can pray for them. We can encourage them to maybe see somebody, see a therapist or whatever. But I can't, I, I can't directly control that. What I can do though is to to uh uh ch- challenge them in terms of letting them know, setting a boundary, if there's something that you know you cannot do, you will no longer have access to me in this way that you did. I can set boundaries with that person. I may not be able to change how they're interacting with me or change uh, their perspective in terms of accountability, but I can change the level of access they have to me if it gets to that point. It may hurt, but at the end of the day, are we going to allow these types of situations to impact us from an emotional level? And if so, we, we need to learn how to set boundaries with those people. All right, y'all. So that is the topic for today. That was the, the question for today. It's always a pleasure talking to the PDC community. If you want to be in the PDC text community, all you got to do is text podcast to 21000. You can find your black mental health apparel at mindsoftheculture.org. Make sure y'all are following at, following me at pagingdrshonda.com. That ain't it. Uh, what am I saying? Follow me on Instagram at pagingdrshonda.com. Um, what else? Make sure y'all are on the wait list for when I drop the Sunday service series on the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast bonus episodes. And don't forget you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. If you're having trouble figuring out how, all you got to do is review those four different coping strategies that we reviewed during today's topic. Love y'all so much. And I cannot wait to talk to you next Wednesday on the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. God bless.